Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Good morning. Good to have you here today. It's my joy to be with you. I'm Pastor Lauren. I would say one of the team, but I'm a temporary team here. Um, as I watched Shane and Ashley and their family. By the way, mothers must have the best triceps and biceps in the world. If I'd have known she was going to read that with her little one in her arm, I'd have picked three verses, not the whole chapter in doing that. It's amazing to do that. When I saw Shane and his family up here, I just want you to know how important the body is. He's incredible. I'm sure she is too. But he's incredible. I send him stuff. It is done. It is done well. Uh, you wouldn't get half the things up on the screen or print if it wasn't for a person and all the stuff that goes. But not just Shane, his whole team and back in the booth. That's the whole concept of the body. Can the knee tell the shin you're not important in doing that? And so it just, uh, if you don't treat him well, I'm going to steal him, okay, uh, in doing that. No, good stuff. By the way, I've been here a lot of weeks, and there's always a rose on the organ. We've gone two times I'm here. Let's get with the program. <laughs> Two problems. I, I want to see more babies. Come on, let's get with it here. I got a little quiz. A little quiz. See if you can finish this. The first one is uh, phrases. See if you can finish them. Buy me some peanuts. Don't get good enough. He could go. Excellent, excellent. A little bit from music right now. I can't get no. Oh, you classic rockers. All right. By the way, my favorite theologian. Uh, <clears throat> that's the way. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Advertisements. Flop, flop. Oh. Okay. It melts in your mouth. Oh, you guys are candy lovers, yes. Like a good neighbor. If you're an Allstate agent, I apologize. Do we got somebody here? All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Oh, I notice a lot of you bowed out. Every good and perfect gift is? Yeah, and I heard it was going in the Father of Life. Yes, yes. Isn't it interesting? Lauren knows the advertisements and the classic rock often better than I can complete the, the phrases of the word. By the way, Marty, wherever you're sitting, I was impressed. By the way, you learn to memorize by not learning to memorize. You just say it seven times a day, somewhere during the day. Be strong and courageous, and do not be afraid or in dread of them, for it is the... Oh, you forgot from weeks ago. For it is the Lord of God who goes with you. He will never. Or. Excellent, excellent. You're doing better at doing that. Why did John. Conversations with Christ. Convert, why did John tell all of these stories? We'll wrap up today. By the way, be with us in the next weeks. A whole new series. Empowered. I'm going to get you ready for your brand new uh, leader your brand new shepherd, empowered. We'll be studying right up to uh, the 19th of July. Why did John give us all of these incredible conversations? John 10, 31, you'll see it on the screen. Let's say it together. 
But these are written so that you may that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, would you underline or circle in your Bible or in the outline, may believe life in His name. If I believe, I can get life in His name. That's what we're really dealing with today. We are dealing with what you believe makes radical difference. It will, it will either give you life or it will give you death what you believe in. It will give me hope, or if I don't have it, if I don't have life in His name, I'll be in despair. If I have life in His name, I'll be opportunistic. I'll think that the cup is half full. If you don't have life in His name, you're going to be cynical. You'll think the cup is half empty most of the time. If you're going through a tough time and you believe in His name, you will get through it. I wish we could go around it, but you'll get through it. If you don't have life in His name, you'll be hopeless. It makes all the difference in the world of what you believe in. Definition of believe, to make it real simple, real simple, to think something is worthy of trust. To think something is worthy of trust. I got a picture of me climbing in the Yosemite area. Yeah. I I can hardly even look at that. It just scares the wajibis out of me just thinking about that. I'll never forget climbing in Joshua Tree. I want you to take three tall telephone poles and stack them vertically on top of each other. I'm standing at the bottom. It is the very first time I've ever climbed. I took a group of high school students there. First time. I didn't realize my whole issue with heights. To make matters worse, he said, here is some straps. You make your own harness. Now, if I would have been into the harness business, I'd have bought it from Nordstrom's, not Target. I had to make it for the loops around the leg, and then it goes through and around, and then a carabiner that you put right here. And then he says, here we go. Hook up a figure eight knot here, a belayer way up on top, three telephone poles. You can't even see the belayer because they're anchored in up there with a carabine in their back and what have you. And I've got little Jenny Kim, 75 pounds, stinking wet. And she's my belayer. And I've got an orange rope and you have to learn to communicate. Oh my goodness gracious. Have you ever had your legs shake when you're scared or nervous and you really didn't want them to shake? They were doing that. I, I did have to check if anything else was going on in doing that. And he, and he says, here we go. Here we go. Eat much more instruction. Use your legs, not your arms as much in doing that. So I got about seven feet off the ground and I said, I really don't want to do this. And he says, no, no, no. There's only one way. Once you start, it's this way. I said, you don't understand. I'm the head pastor of this whole group. I'll do what I want when I want. He says, he says no, no, no. Once you get started, there's only one way. So about seven and a half hours later, uh, I'll never forget when I got to the top, guess what you have to do? You're not done. Guess what you have to do when you're not done? You have to rappel down. It took me a half an hour to cover this much distance. I took steps like this. 
And then that last part, that last part. Do, and here's what was going on. We did all of this with high school students because your heart says one thing and your head says another. One says you're going to die and your wife's going to Hawaii with your life insurance <laughs> looking for another guy. <laughs> What's up with that? One says you're going to die and the other one says you can trust. You can trust. And it, you and I aren't rock climbing on a regular basis, but oh my goodness, are we dealing with this. All the different areas, whether it be health, whether it be people in our family, whether it be jobs, whether it be, will we get a water pump that works? Will we do what in the world? And then our head and our heart get all confused and you take those last steps and I have to, I have to what? Finally, when I get over the lip, I have to, starts with a T, I, I gotta trust. I gotta trust. Lord, what does your word say? We're gonna look at his conversation with two grieving sisters. What are you what are you gonna do for these gals? I'm gonna put my full weight. I've graduated from college and I got a degree. I'm in the I'm gonna put my full weight in you. I'm single, and will I ever get connected with somebody that's I'm gonna put my whole weight in you, Lord. I'm not gonna compromise. I'm gonna trust. Prices are going up, prices are going down. I'm gonna put my full weight on you, Lord. I'm gonna trust in you. That's what we're dealing with in these conversations. I write these things, John said, so that you may believe and you can have life in his name. There are people in the room this morning, I would imagine you lean towards, is there any hope? Is there any hope? For some of you, your confidence is gone. You're listening to the enemy who's saying, you're not worth it. It will never happen. For some of you, will I or will we or will we get through this? Let's see what we can trust. Let's go there. John 11. John 11. I want to pick it up earlier. Can I give you a little background? Jesus is up here in Galilee. Bethany is down here. That's a two-day journey. That's a two-day journey. Okay? And that's the setting of this story. So the sister sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. And now Jesus is going to rock my world here in a second. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, dead, he, you what? You stayed two days longer in the place where he was. You've got to be kidding me. Stayed, get going. These are people you dig, Jesus. You're staying there. Two days more in Bethany. Come on. Don't you care? Don't you love this family at TCC? Don't you know what they're going through? Don't you know this gal is just feeling all alone? Come on, answer this stuff. Sometimes people... Delay is better than deliverance, and we'll work that through in a bit. Sometimes delay 
is better than having it solved right then. I love Mary, verse 21. We're skipping through the story, but we'll come back to it. I want to show you different parts. Excuse me, but Martha, not Mary. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Do you think she said it like that? Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not. She probably said, Lord, if you would have been here, she'd have done an email like I get from some people all in caps. Uh, hashtag, get here. Get here. She's ticked. If you'd have been here, we wouldn't go through this, this conversation. Verse 37, Jesus said to him, you have seen, excuse me, 37. But some of them said, could not he open his eyes of a blind man? Also have kept this man from dying? If you can open somebody's eyes, then why aren't you here? Why are you taking so long? You could have kept Lazarus from this whole problem. God, are you fair? I know this one family, and I don't understand. They've been great. They've crossed their T's and they've dotted their I's. Why aren't you fair with them? I know another family. Why don't you give it to them? Why don't you give it to them? Lord, we've been waiting. Honey, I'll come home. I just found out the company is cutting back. I don't know where I'm at with layoffs. And it's a neat family. Uh, Lab results will be a few days. We'll be glad to give you a call when we get the lab results. Lord, why do I sense we're in a red light? Not a green light. 911. Lord... Lord, and all I get is beep, 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 beep. I'm calling 911, God. Come on, come through. And all I get is you don't answer. It seems like that. Trust his timing. Trust his timing. That's the word in the blank. I don't see the whole picture. I don't see the whole picture. I'm I'm lost in my day. I have no clue. I got to get up and all of a sudden up here, God sees a huge picture. And I got to realize I'm so, I get so close to this, I can't even see the cover of this bulletin. And then God from up here says, Lauren, trust my timing. It is absolutely perfect. Lord, I made my own harness and I got a figure eight and I, my head says and my heart says and they're opposite. I'm going to trust, put my full weight in your timing, Lord. You know the whole story. I don't. And I won't try to figure it all out. I'm going to trust and put my full weight in your timing. Trust his claims, number two. Trust what Jesus claims, his promises. We pick it up in 11, 23, 24, 25. Listen to what he says. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that. 
I've studied the Torah well enough. I know that eventually at the end of everybody's life, there's going to be this second coming and the saints will rise. I know that. I know that, Lord. If you have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know he will rise again in the resurrection. Jesus said to her, I am. I am. You can trust my promises. Bombshell. Not just at the end when the whole world wraps up. We have a brand new heaven and a brand new earth. I want you to know right now, I am. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Verse 26. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Here's the key, key question. Jesus in his conversation with two grieving sisters and with you and I. What does he say at the very end? People, would you say it? Do. Wow. Lord, I don't see the whole picture. I'm going to trust your timing. It seems late to me, but I'm going to trust it. I'm going to put my full weight and I will trust your claim that whoever believes in me in the I am. Wow, incredible. Lord, I don't understand what we're going through, but I believe, I will trust, I'll put my whole weight on you. By the way, stuff still happens. Stuff still happens. This will not rescue you from all of your stuff. It will give you the power to go through the stuff. Reports from labs come back, and often it's not what you want. Stuff at the business isn't often what you want. Relationships in school or out in real life aren't always what you want. You do get no's on job applications. You do run into some dead ends. But it makes all the difference when you believe and trust and put your full weight in Jesus. That's why he tells us these stories. Don't only trust his timing, trust his claims. Latin third one, trust his heart. Trust his heart. Great one on Father's Day. Verses 32 through 35. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. When Jesus saw her weeping, And the Jews who had come with her also weeping. He was. Here's the heart of Jesus. He was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And then my favorite verse to memorize, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. Jesus was, is deeply moved by these sisters. By the way, the one, he had to give her the truth. One Jesus isn't weeping over. He's speaking to her and saying, let me clear it up for you. I am the way. And I know you think of all this resurrection stuff will only happen here. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to give you the truth. I'm going to really center in. You've got to understand Scripture better. To this sister, he does the compassion the ministry of tears. He's deeply moved. What that meant, people, in its original language, is he bellowed with anger. 
He's screaming with anger as he's crying because this is not how he planned it all along. He planned that there would be none of this. And it all got screwed up in Genesis 1 and 2. That's why he's so angry. This is not what I wanted for people. This is not what I wanted for Lazarus. I didn't want these things. This is not how I designed it. So Jesus goes to the grave so you and I can get out of the grave. He goes to the grave so when you are in the grave sometime this week with what's going on, He says, no, I went there so you can get out. You don't have to do this. Trust His power. Verses 41, 42, 43, 44. So they took the stone away. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said on this account of my people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. When he said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, get out of there. The man who died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him, let him go. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I see principle. I learned this in math class. I would go home and try to do the algebra problems and I couldn't. I'd go with Mr. Lefebvre and he'd sit in the classroom and he'd do it. We had chalk still then. That's when dinosaurs were just outside the thing. And he would put up there and he'd do it right in front of me and I'd go, oh, I see. Oh, I see. Of course, I'd go home and screw it all up all over again and doing that. Oh, I see. Oh, Jesus, your power, timing, your claims, your heart. There will be a time. I don't know when it will be that you'll go, oh, I see. I see why I waited. I see why it took so long and I finally got the right guy or I got the right gal. Oh, I see. Oh, I see why you, why you didn't move me in the company right as fast as I wanted. And now in hindsight, I can go, oh, what? Oh, I you can say it. Oh, I what? Yeah, I see. I see. God, I, I understand. We are in my marriage. Things are so much healed. And I wish it would have happened sooner. Or as a dad, I wish I would have had it. Oh, now I see how you fit it all together. I had a good, good friend who desperately wanted something. It was good. I won't go into details. And He had signed a contract, and this opened up. This opened up. The thing he had been dreaming about all of his life had opened up, and he said, I have to honor the contract that I already signed. He thought, oh my goodness, this will never happen. Do you know one year later, it opened up even more, and it was better? It was better? Oh, I see. You see, resurrection in your relationships, resurrection in your marriage, resurrection in dating, resurrection in business, resurrection in relationships happen best, happen best in graveyards. 
I put my whole weight and trust in who? In you, Lord. In you. In you. Jesus will do far above what you can ever imagine. He is such a great dad on Father's Day that if what you think is good isn't really best for you, He will do everything in His power not for you to go down that road because He's waiting for the day to show you He has bigger plans and bigger dreams if you will trust in Him. John 11 verse 27 The big question for everybody in this room. For everybody in this room. She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ. You are the Son of God who is coming into this world. Great is thy faithfulness, O my Father. There is no shadow of turning with Thee. Thou changest not Thy compassions. They, as Thou hast been, Thou forever will be. Great is Thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have did thy have provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord. Father, as Kevin and the team come up to lead us for the time for the Holy Spirit to minister us to us, I just pray, right where we're sitting, that we wouldn't be in a hurry to get out of here, that we would allow you right now, Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, to minister your incredible ministry to people. It is hard for some people in this room I can't even imagine all the details of some of the tough stuff people are walking through. Might seem small to me, but it's huge to them. Would you pour out, as Marty shared earlier, more of your mercy, more of your grace right now? We want to worship you. We want to trust in your timing. We want to trust in your claims. We want to trust in a heart that will speak the truth when we need it but also will weep with us. We want to thank you and trust in your power. Holy Spirit, that we would open our lives, every pore of us right now, for your ministry. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.